BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, what is up? What's going on, everybody? Joe, Radio 690 ADV. 690 ADV, how's everybody doing? Hopefully very well. I have been taking some time off. I'm sure you figured that out by now. And if you haven't, well, guess what? Then you haven't been listening in. And if not, then that's okay, too. But if you're just basically catching us, don't forget, hit that subscribe button. Make sure that you're part of it. And make sure that you download all of our episodes on our podcast don't forget about our youtube as well we have lots of videos on youtube that you can uh, get a lot of motorcycle info and all that type of jargon and stuff Uh, especially if you're a new rider and you are looking for some uh uh, just some pretty good down-to-earth easy you know uh, motorcycle information uh, we got everything from tips and stuff to reviews to uh, just different types of motorcycles uh, plus lots of information on the KTM 690 plus the Honda uh, CRF 250L and uh, not only that we just got a lot of cool stuff on there and uh, you can also hit me up at 690ADV at gmail.com uh, if you got any questions or anything like that I'll be more than happy to uh, answer Uh, as quick as I can. Things are pretty crazy these days. And uh, if you haven't noticed, and if you are a follower of, you know, the 690ADV and our our radio podcast, um, yeah, it's been really pretty crazy lately. So, you know, I don't want to dig in too deep into it, but uh, things have been busy, uh, you know, at the office. You know, I own a sign and graphics business and, uh, you know, it's, we've been, we've been, (laughs) we've been cranking. We've got a lot of stuff going on. So, uh, I've tried to, you know, itemize my time as best as I can. I don't know how you are. Hopefully you can relate to this, but you know, sometimes whenever you get really just jammed up at work, you know, um, business comes before any type of pleasure. Uh, everybody knows that, you know, uh, the old saying, you know, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Well, at the end of the day, if Jack doesn't work, Jack doesn't play and Jack can't do anything because Jack doesn't have any money because Jack is broke. So, uh, that's pretty much it, you know, so I have to work quite a bit, you know, I mean, um, I got people that rely on me, like my whole family and I've got people that work for, uh, work for the business and stuff, you know, and that's, that's just the way it is, man. That's called life. And, uh, um, I'm sure I'm not, you know, reinventing the wheel here for everyone else, you know, so, but, uh, but that's pretty much it, man. Things have been really pretty crazy and pretty busy. You know, it's not that I don't want to make podcasts and spend, you know, 
uh, some quality time and, and putting some stuff out there for you guys because I really do appreciate everybody that is part of the YouTube and the podcasting side of the uh, 690 ADV. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. It's so awesome. Uh, I've been getting quite a few emails uh, from people asking me if everything's okay. Everything is fine. It really is. And it's very heartwarming and it's very cool and awesome that, you know, there are still really, really good people out there uh, that actually care and are honest and are, you know, not fake and stuff like that. And they're just checking in, you know, because um, I'm very meticulous in the things that I do. I, I'm, I'm very punctual. I like to make sure that I do do what I say I'm going to do and everything like that. So this is really out of the ordinary for me not to, you know, uh, you know, have a, you know, lately a regular podcast and regular videos coming out on YouTube and things like that. It's weird for me a little bit because um, I have a real, I have a saying, you know, you get out of life what you put into it. Um, if you're not getting what you thought you were going to get, then you're not working hard enough. Uh, everybody likes to make excuses about things, uh, but nobody ever wants to take truly responsibility for their own actions um, and will be able to look at themselves in the mirror and realize that most of the time it's them, it's not somebody else you know, is why they're not where they're at or where they would like to be in life. And this is not a life coach lesson or anything like that, but that's the honest truth. That That's what I live by. So, um, you know, I just, I have a lot of things going on and something had to give, man. I was about to snap. So uh, I just took a little time away and, and um, I brewed some beer with one of my super great friends I've known forever. Um, he actually works for the company and uh, it's really super cool because uh, we brew beer on the, the side. We make our own beer and stuff. If you ever watch our videos on YouTube, you'll catch our, our, our beer making equipment and stuff like that in the background when we're making videos and stuff like that. I don't really make videos on beer, but um, making beer is really nice. It's very mentally uh, soothing. It's, it's kind of nice because you're, you're creating something really from not a whole lot. Um, and the science behind it's really super cool. I don't want to go into making beer and stuff, but but that's kind of what I've been doing uh, to to take my mind off of a few things that are going on. You know, it's just with the COVID, um, you know, uh, year and a half to you know loosening restrictions to we already know where it's going. Uh, it's probably going to come back to you know they're going to tighten up on everything, which sucks and everything like that. But uh, but that's it, man. I mean that's that's really where I'm at. That's really what's kind of going on uh, in a nutshell. And uh, it's, 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 it's nice to get back and make a podcast. I had another super good friend, uh, my buddy Vance, we call him Vagiver, um, gave me a call last night and uh, he asked me where the podcasts were. <laughs> and, and I, you know, uh, he's probably the coolest and most fun, down to earth, wicked, you know me, I don't cuss, kick ass guy to travel with, camp with, all that type of stuff. And it's really, really cool to uh, do things with this guy because he's, uh, he gets it and he's, he, he's, he's, things are bigger than himself and he's always out there to help. He's always there to do his part and do more than his part. Uh, when you moto travel, I've done many tens of thousands of miles with him, uh, uh, you know, all over the country riding and stuff like that. And uh, it's always a joy to do stuff with him. So uh, that's the reason that this podcast is being made. So um, if you are listening to uh, the podcast fans, thank you so much. You got me inspired again and uh, to get going and uh, crank out a few, uh, few more podcasts, you know, 
uh, before things get weird again, you know. So, um, and when it does get weird, I'll probably make a whole lot more anyway. But uh, brain was fried, a little tired, but here we go. And and uh, for the podcast today, you know, today's podcast. Um, before actually get before I get started on anything, I'd like to give a quick shout out to uh, KTM North Texas. Um, slmracing.com that's slmracing.com check them out they ship parts all over the country Um, they've got super amazing prices Uh, they don't just sell stuff for KTM uh, Sherco Gas Gas you know all the stuff you know they sell sort of from boots jackets all that type of stuff they got fantastic prices and stuff very good friends there is no way shape or form I don't get paid one penny from these guys they are just super cool. Todd and Bert over there are fantastic. You know, check out their website. And if you need anything, give them a call. You can get their, their number on the website. And, man, I'll tell you what, those guys are really awesome, and they'll take care of you. Just tell them 690 v sent you, and uh, they really will. They'll take care of you 100%. Anyway, on to today's podcast. You know, today's podcast is really, um, over the last couple of weeks, with just you know, checking comments and things like that from YouTube and stuff like that. Uh, it's really, it's, it's how social media um, and motorcycling, you know, it's growing and stuff like that. But man, is it so getting ruined by, you know, by a lot of people. And, and I'm going to get into it here in just a minute, but social media is such a, um, you know, it's, it's, a weird, it's a weird creature because the way it's being used is not the way it was developed uh, I don't want to go into details about how I know that. I just, it's, trust me, Facebook is not used the way Facebook is supposed to be made. Um, and, uh, you know, and with Twitter and Instagram and all the other stuff, but Facebook is just, you know, up there with YouTube. It is, it is just, it's sad. It's really, really sad. And I don't know how you guys feel about it, but, but, you know, social media is just out of control right now, you know, with, with everything that's out there because the sad part is is any Joe Blow with a smartphone, a laptop, Chromebook, whatever whatever it is that you have, you know, a local library or anything like that, can get on, create an account and do whatever. And the the part that is just the, the most awful about social media is that the bulk of it is fake. It's just truly fake. And and you, hopefully you know what I'm talking about if you're listening to this is is that you know everything is either 100% amazing and perfect on Facebook or YouTube or anything like that, or it's completely awful. <laughs> it's 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 one or the other. There's no real middle ground of you know somebody just just you know making a post. And, and the other sad part is is when it comes to you know kind of, I like to say specialty or specialized type stuff like motorcycle riding, um, since this is a motorcycle podcast and that's what we're talking about, is that, you know, um, you don't know 98% of these people that are part of your your 5,000 joke, you know, friends that are out there, you know, everybody's just hitting, yeah, be my friend, yeah, be my friend, yeah, be my friend, and then you get to see all of their, their garb too, you know, and, but most of these guys are, you know, even on Facebook, I mean, YouTube, it's, it's, you just don't know most of these people. It's, I have almost 9,000 subscribers and out of those 9,000 subscribers, I've really, honestly, truly, I have really, truly some super fantastic subscribers. Um, I've met a lot of them. I've chatted with a lot of them. 
But out of the 9,000, how many do I really actually converse with and actually, you know, sit there and, and uh, chat and things like that? Maybe a hundred. <laughs> so if you do the math on that, you know, the percentages are, are pathetic. But not only that, what I'm getting at is, is, is that between Facebook and YouTube and all the other types of uh, social media that are out there, it's just, it, it's so fake. It, it's just fake. You know, people are not what they actually are. You know, people are making posts because they have Google at their fingertips that they can just sit there and they can, you know, just go and, and, and research, you know, anything that they want and then just write a post on it based off of what they And they have no clue of what it is. It's probably some kid eating Cheetos, um, just wanting to be part of something, you know, in, in his mom's basement, uh, drinking Jolt Cola or, or Coca-Cola or a Dr. Pepper or something like that. And it's, it's really sad because if you, if you really honestly, truly take the time to actually go through some of the comments and things that people actually post, you can sniff these people out. Now, at the end of the day, I don't really have time to sit there and call people out, you know, but on YouTube, you get the trolls that just troll around and just write crappy stuff on your videos. They don't make any videos. They have no content. They don't do anything to me. You know, if you're sitting there and you're making a comment about something and you're sitting there talking about something and it's on YouTube, have some content in your playlist. Follow some motorcycle channels. Actually, you know, save some of the, the content that you're following and some of the people that you're doing. And instead of having like five subscribers and zero in your uh, playlist or anything like that, you don't create anything. And it's so sad that, that it's come to this that people have nothing better to do than to just be ugly and to just go and, you know, just write, just, just, you'd be shocked at some of the stuff people, the stuff that I, that I should go in on all the stuff that doesn't get published and I should copy and paste this stuff, you know, so people could see it on just some of the ugliness that's out there. It's so really uh, sad and, and as, as a, you know, I like to say it as people or humans as a species, um, we're, God, man, we're doomed. <laughs> we're, we're doomed. You know, we're, we're basically, um, there are a lot of fantastic, great people in the world, but there are so many ugly people in the world too. And it's because they just, they have, they don't have anything to be part of. And the only way they can be part of something is to bash it and put it down. So social media, just as, as a whole, you know, from, Facebook to YouTube and things like that, especially in the motorcycle community that I've noticed, and I don't know if you've noticed, and maybe you go and see some of your stuff, and um, it's, 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 God, it's just, you know, I, I don't call people out, and I don't do anything like that, but man, it's just, there's a lot of fake out there, and a lot of um, fluffing information and it's, it's sad, you know, it, it's, it's not hard to be yourself. Just be yourself, man. You know, you don't have to fluff something or lie about something or anything like that to be part of something. You know what? It's okay to not know something. There's nothing wrong with it, especially when it comes to motorcycles. Everybody had to start somewhere. But if you go and you see all these posts and all these things, if you write comments, stuff like that, you know, or make a video, you, you get all these people that sit there and it, and it's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a small, it's, it's a small over the whole. But at the end of the day, why? That's what it, that, that's what I'm getting at. Why, why 
do you have to do that? And I get it. And I know there's people probably listening right now going, well, that's just the way it is, Joe, and that's just the way it's going to be. I understand that that it is and the way it's supposed to be. But if you were to make some of these comments and gestures that you do right now out in when you're out riding and you're doing stuff like that and you get something out on a moto trip or something like that, if these guys even rode, they would get monkey stomped right into the ground. It, the way that they hold themselves and talk about themselves. And I've said it once, I've said it a million times. You will never find a great motorcycle rider that will talk about himself. Guys that can ride are very quiet. They basically let their riding talk. And the guys that talk a mean game, they may be able to ride, but they're not as good as other guys that have been riding as long as they have. I'll guarantee it. But most of the time, it's going to be 95 97%, 98% of the time. Those guys, they probably don't even ride, like I said, eating Cheetos in the mom's basement. So Facebook, I just kind of wanted to get that out there because it's really been frustrating. And it's been driving me nuts a little bit because I just, I can't figure it out. You know, I come from a time, I'm 50 years old, that, you know, it just, it wasn't like that whenever we were younger. You know, we, we didn't talk like that and we didn't sit there and do things like that, you know. We didn't handle ourselves like that. Now, granted, we didn't have the internet either. You know, the internet is a new thing, you know, and, and that right there would have been aliens whenever we were kids. But, you know, if you want to be part of something, just go be part of it and be the new guy until you're not the new guy anymore. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with it, you know, and you get a lot of new writers and stuff that, you know, are afraid to, to come forward and talk and do things like that you know, because of the guys that are out there, because they don't really know if that guy's knows what he's talking about or if that guy is just, you know, they, they, they don't know. And it's so sad because, you know, our, you know, dual sporting and motorcycling is growing like mad. And, you know, and I, I think it's awesome that, you know, people are out there and they like to ask questions. I get lots of questions from, from new and intermediate riders asking questions about, you know, bikes and maybe what to get and, and they're, they want to graduate from one bike to another bike and what would be a good option for them. And, and, you know, uh, maybe their first adventure bike or things like that. And it's, it's very cool and fun to, to help somebody, you know, graduate into a new realm that is new to them. And, and that, and that's super, super fun. And it's also so much fun to actually interact with other people Whereas, you know, you get Facebook and, and, and YouTube and Twitter and all that other stuff where, you know, people are trying to, to find and get answers, um, but they get put down at times and uh, or they, they, they feel like they're stupid because they made a comment. And it shouldn't be like that. You should be able to ask any question. There is no stupid question, um, only stupid answers. And because if you don't ask, you, you're never going to know. And new riders, you know, need to know and they need help. And a lot of them are afraid to ask. So, you know, if you're listening to this, you know, and, and if it ever gets through to anybody, hopefully you will help out somebody somewhere down the road. Or if you see somebody on a motorcycle that's doing something maybe a little bit wrong or something like that, and you can give them some good advice, give them good advice. Don't sit there and make them feel, you know, um, like they you know, shouldn't be writing or anything like that. And don't belittle them. That's, you know, that, that, that's the moral of the story because, uh, you know, it, it just, it, 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 the world will be a much better place 
you know, if, if everybody could help everybody just, just a little bit. It, it doesn't take a whole lot. You know, this isn't a, a pump you up speech or anything like that, but I've just done this with social media and stuff. It's just really frustrating and it's really sad. And um, that's why you don't see me make tons of posts on Facebook and things like that. And, and uh, because it's, it's just one of those things, you know, and, and there's nothing that drives me nuts more than when people, you know, watch a video and say, oh, your video starts at, at three minutes and, and this guy's never ridden that motorcycle. I've ridden so many motorcycles in my life that it's, it's absolutely not funny. And all motorcycles do everything the exact same. All of them. <laughs> Every single one of them. You know, they all have a clutch. They all have a uh, shift lever. They all have a back brake. They all have a front brake. You know, they all have an engine. They all have two wheels. You know, um, the, the acceleration and the deceleration and things like that. Now, that's all different and things like that. But at the end of the day, you know, between the suspension and stuff, it, you know, if you've been riding long enough, it doesn't take rocket science to basically roughly know by reading the um, specifications in the specs of the motorcycle and uh, to give your opinion on what you think that motorcycle is going to be because it's not going to be rocket science. It's just not. You know, if you want to talk about, you know, a Honda CRF, which is doesn't have tons of power, but then go to a KTM 690, well, they're completely different motorcycles. Granted, make no mistake about that, but they both do the exact same thing. They're both dual sport motorcycles. They both will go on the highway. They both will go off road and they both can travel. You can do things on that. The only difference is, is guess what? The Honda CRF 450L, or I mean a 250L, it'll do about 65, 70 on the highway. I know we just did a big bend trip with my buddy Vance and he had no problems staying with me on my KTM 690. We're not racing. You know, we're not trying to jump these bikes. We're not trying to be MX racers. We're out having a good time. We're out doing buddy things you know, seeing the countryside on motorcycles, putting down, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of miles to see really epic stuff that you just don't get to see in your everyday life. But at the end of the day, um, what are the true differences between the two motorcycles? I can look at the specs of the Honda 250 and the specs of the KTM 690, and I can tell you straight up without a doubt, and I own them, but even if I didn't own them, I could tell you that it's apples and oranges, you know, on the off-road type of writing and things like that. It's, it's, you know, it, but I mean, do I know how does it feel, you know, on certain, you know, like on the videos that I make where they're like, oh, he's never ridden these bikes, you know, how does it feel like on a washboard or how does it, no, that, that, that's not what the video is about. The, these videos that I do are basically just information and stuff just for people that are getting into bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in virginia turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet mgm app and sign up using code champion 150 then place a five dollar wager on any sport you'll receive 150 dollars in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome and if you think the fun stops there the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store check out daily promotions same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. New year, new credit scores. 
Chime makes it easier to build credit by using your own money to make on-time payments with a secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. To apply, just open a Chime checking account with a qualifying direct deposit. There's no annual fee or credit check required when applying. Get started at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary. And that's why I usually state it for like new riders and intermediate riders. If you're looking at a bike like this, this is roughly what that bike's going to be like. Now, is it going to be exactly like that? Probably not, but it's going to be pretty darn close. So, you know, with that being said, you know, the people that troll and just write things like that, it's just so frustrating um, that people just have to be like that. And they got to sit there and because and, they got, and the thing is, is why would you even make a comment on that? If you didn't like the video or if you don't like a video, leave. Just hit the back button, hit the home button, you know, click another video on the, on the right hand side of YouTube. But why would you sit there and make such a stupid comment, you know, on, oh, well, it's this and it's that. And it's so sad. And if we could all band together as great writers and great people and call these people out, we could get rid of them, man. We could totally get rid of these douchebags. And they would just disappear. They would just disappear and it'd be fantastic. Now, granted, you can't get rid of all of them, but we could get rid of a bunch of them. And that would just make things so much more fantastic, you know, out there. You know, onto the YouTube topic, um, you know, of the social media side, you know, there's a lot that goes into a YouTube channel. Sorry, I'm drinking a beer while I'm talking to you guys, but... Um, the, the, there's a lot that goes into the YouTube side that a lot of people don't know. And I really have kind of tossed it. Maybe you could email me if you want. Remember, 69080B at gmail.com. But I thought about maybe making some videos to show what really goes into making a video. What does it take to make a motorcycle vlog video from start to finish to the editing to the whole nine yards and do it like a multi-part so everybody can actually see and actually, you know, start a clock from the time that it starts. Because, you know, they're not going to sit there and want to watch, you know, three hours, you know, to make a, a, a seven-minute video. But that's in all honesty. Basically, in the reality of it, whenever you're watching a video, anybody that actually goes in and edits and has any type of on-screen uh, adver- advertisements any type of pop-ups, any type of uh, animations, or any time, uh, a type of that type of stuff, um, that basically the rule of thumb is about um, for every 60 seconds, okay, every 60 seconds of video that you watch on YouTube is about 30 minutes of editing, okay? That's, that's a, a really pretty easy estimate. So if you watch a seven-minute video, you know, that could be... Um, that could be close to two and a half to three hours, you know, to, to publish that video and get it up. And that's the, really the easy part of it. There, there's a lot of things that most people don't even realize is that once you've uploaded your video and things like that to YouTube, and that's why it's so frustrating as a YouTube um, influencer to make videos and stuff, when you get all these troll guys that actually pop in and just, you know, write crappy stuff about your stuff it's just it's just irritating because all it does is it just makes you mad because you realize what time you put into your video now granted most people don't give a crap how much time you put into something it's just like trying to tell people how hard you worked all day they, they don't give a crap but at the end of the day you know 
95% of all YouTube guys don't make any money. They really don't. I can literally go to work and work for 10 minutes at my office and make more money than I make all month on YouTube, making two videos a week and getting thousands of views. It's without a doubt, without a doubt. That's why if you ever hear me saying, hey, you know, uh, if you're going to use our affiliate links or anything below, you know, they're the little click through links that you can click and go to Amazon, whether you buy our stuff or you don't buy our stuff. As long as you're shopping through Amazon, we get like these little bitty, little nugget bites of money. At best, I may make $25 on Amazon in a month, in a month, from people going shopping and doing stuff like that. I hate to break the news to you. I can't even put gas in my motorcycle for the month for what I make on Amazon just by asking people to do that. If you do it, thank you so very much because that means that you actually care enough to actually just shop through our affiliate link. Um, even if you're not buying our stuff, you're just buying your own stuff, we still get small credit for it when you're doing it. So, but if you do buy stuff through our stuff, then we get a little bit more than if you're just doing your generalized shopping. So, but you know, with that being said, that's why, you know, you'll hear myself included influencers saying things like that on, uh, why we ask you to do things like, and then we ask you to hit subscribe because the reason that we ask you to hit subscribe and we ask you to hit the likes and all that type of stuff, if you didn't know is because YouTube, a lot of people think there's the YouTube guy sitting in a closet, just dictating what can or cannot be seen and how many views you're going to get and how, you know, cause you get, you get all these guys that do YouTube videos and say, Oh, well, YouTube just, you know, uh, they're just holding us back. But, you know, they don't want, they, they don't even want to promote our stuff. Well, YouTube treats a lot of their, uh, stuff because it's a computer algorithm that basically pays attention to every video that's uploaded and how that video is doing. Well, to know what YouTube's algorithm are is like trying to figure out how the sun actually works. Nobody really knows uh, 100%. So um, it's, it's, it's kind of hit and miss, but just putting a video up doesn't do anything for you. You know, you have to, that, that's only part of the battle. The other part of the battle is doing all the back end work that you don't see. So you may spend, you know, to make a seven minute video or a 10 minute video or a 15 minute video, you know, may take you uh, an hour of shooting video and then chopping up all the clips to make your video. Then you edit it. There's another, say, you know, just say two to four hours of editing. And then when you're done with that, then you get to send it up to YouTube. And then once it's up to YouTube, now granted, if you want anybody to find your video and watch your video or anything like that, if you're trying to do it, if you're trying to vlog, and this is not how to do it, but I'm just trying to explain to you what goes into it. And it gets real frustrating over time. It's because once you get done with that, then you have to tag the video. You have to do end screens. You have to do, uh, uh, you have to do your, your, uh, uh, your descriptions. You have to do your, I mean, it just, and the list goes on and on. And then you got to try to promote it as much as you can put it in on Facebook and stuff like that. So other people will actually see it and then maybe push it to another person, to another person, gotta, gotta, gotta. Uh, but it, it's, it's just an absolute beating to, uh, figure everything out. So that's a whole other segment. You know, we could talk about that, but social media as a whole back to the topic. It's just, it's just God awful. It's, it's, it's 85 to 90%. Everything that's out there is just a joke and it's fake. It's not even real. You know, I know so many people, uh, <laughs> around the country, like no people around the country. 
and I'll see some posts from them and I just chuckle. <laughs> I just chuckle. I'm not going to mention one person. I'm not going to put one thing out there and I just chuckle because it's so funny because it's it's what you see as I call it, I call it the Wizard of Oz. You know what I'm saying? You don't really know the man behind the curtain pulling the rods and all that stuff, you know, with the smoke screen and all that type of stuff. That, that's all I'm going to say about that. But anyway, um, yeah, and, and that, that, that as a whole, that's where it's at. So if you're a new writer or something like that, there is still great information to be had out there. You know, there's a lot of great forums. There is new motorcycle riders. I think it's really great. I, I, I'm always following the new motorcycle riders, you know, on uh, on Facebook because there's so many women on there that are getting into riding because it's either their husband or their boyfriend or they're just want to ride because they're just they're, they're, they just want to ride. And I think it's really awesome. I think everybody once in their life should ride a motorcycle. I think it would be fantastic for them. And it's so good mentally to do something that is, it feels dangerous if you've never ridden a motorcycle. Um, and whenever you finally figure out how to ride, uh, you feel like you conquered the world. And every time you ride, when's the last time you rode? And in all honesty, you just want to frown. It doesn't exist, man. If, if you can't smile when you ride, stop riding. Because that means you have missed the boat, something's wrong, and uh, I don't... Um, um, I would never understand that. So, uh, also, I want to give a quick shout out to my buddy Tim, um, my uh, very good friend who sent me an email today asking if everything was okay, checking on things. Everything's okay, everybody. I just taking a little time. I'm still making videos, I'm still making podcasts. They're just being a little spaced out right now. I apologize. I shouldn't have to apologize because at the end of the day, it's me. You know, uh, but, it, you know, but I, I need to apologize somewhat because um, you guys follow and you listen and you watch and it's not fair to you whenever I don't um, stay punctual and I apologize for that. You know, I will do my best, but I think what I will start doing is if I'm going to take a little time I will probably start letting everybody know, um, you know, on each video and podcast and say, hey, you know what, um, there probably won't be another one for a week or so uh, just because this is going on. But I'm really working hard to mentally get myself together to where I can get sort of back on track. Uh, but work takes precedence over all of this stuff. Um, even motorcycle riding, you know, because without, uh, without, you know, income, you don't have anything. You don't have a house, you don't have a bike, you don't have gas. You know, I'd love to just throw everything up and say, screw it. I'm not a multimillionaire. I'm not broke, but I'm not a multimillionaire, you know, uh, but I own the company. So it's a little bit different. Owning a company is like, you know, having kids. You know, there are there is a responsibility. Not everybody's cut out to have it. So, you know, it's one of those things and you have to treat it with respect. You have to treat your customers with respect. I have a lot of great customers that have uh, been with me for 20 plus years. And, um, you know, I owe it to them more than I owe, you know, uh, YouTube and podcasting, <laughs> you know, because that's how they do their stuff too. But I do appreciate everybody that has been 
you know, following and listening in and stuff like that. And I do have some really good podcasts that are coming up. This was just kind of a podcast to get out the social media part. It's driving me nuts, you know, uh, especially on the motorcycle side. It's so frustrating. And, you know, I don't know how you are, but um, if you want to let me know, email me and tell me, uh, you know, tell me what you're seeing and what, what you know and, and stuff like that. Also, I'd like to know what what groups maybe you're following and stuff like that. Because maybe I'm missing some groups, man. You know, there's thousands of groups that are out there. My buddy Chip's got a fantastic group. He's got the Nebraska Dual Sport Riders. You know, uh, I'll be honest with you. The odds are you probably will never be able to be part of it. Um, maybe the, they're very selective on who they bring in. It's a very tight-knit group. They ride all the time, man. They do super cool stuff. If I lived in Nebraska... Uh, I would probably ride with Chip daily because <laughs> he's super cool. We are literally, uh, it's freaky because we, we, we video chat um, and we've met through uh, YouTube and Facebook and um, it's freaky. Uh, we have some pretty cool st- stuff that when we talk, like we buy things uh, the same year without ever talking to each other about it. I just bought a new Jeep Wrangler. He just bought a new Jeep Wrangler. Just so happens they're the exact same year, you know. Um, it's not just that. It's more than that. It's weird. It's like we started riding again after we were kids, and we started riding again the exact same year. You know, we, it's, it's, it's weird, but it's kind of cool because we talk to each other and we, we have never, ever known each other until we met on Facebook and YouTube, you know, uh, about three and a half years ago, almost four years ago. And uh, he's one of my longtime uh, subscriber followers. And uh, I consider him a, even though we've never shook hands, did a man hug or anything like that, I consider him a great friend. Uh, we can talk for hours. We have so much the same interest and talk, things to talk about. You know, we have the same ideas, and that's very cool. And that's another thing about, you know, mentioning this on the podcast is you can find that stuff out there. And I think Chip will probably listen to this, and, you know, um, he'll agree with me is that, you know, uh, you can meet some super, super great people by, you know, uh, exposing yourself and getting yourself out there to find, you know, people to ride. So if you're looking for stuff to ride, I don't want to discourage people from YouTube and things like that. And Facebook, you know, you can find some great groups. You can find some great guys and some great girls. Depends on what you're looking for. And you can find some local uh, things that you can get out and you can go ride and do some fantastic stuff you know, see a lot of neat things, exchange motorcycle stories, create new stories. And, you know, and, and it's really, really, that's really what it's all about. And it's so out there for everybody, you know, to, uh, uh, to, to whatever. So if, if you have some cool groups that maybe you're part of, um, shoot it over to me. Um, I'd love to check them out because, um, I'm part of about 50 groups. Uh, I get in and I'm probably part of maybe 20 of them. Um, but I check in on almost all the groups because they show up on my feed, you know, when uh, a lot of people post and stuff like that. But I've met a lot of really super cool guys that are out there. Um, you know, uh, my other buddy, Jeff, he, uh, East Texas ADV, he has a YouTube channel. Um, I mentioned him for sure. 
you know, he's out in Sulphur Springs in that area in Texas, you know, and these are some of these guys are local. They don't have to be, you know, up in Nebraska and stuff like that, you know. Uh, there's guys all over the place and, you know, you can chat with these guys and, and go ride with them and do things like that. I've met up with Jeff and, and his buddies and stuff. I've done rides with them and uh, it, it's a lot of fun. It really is. It is a lot of fun to get out and, you know, just just ride your bike and, and do it with other people because, um, you know, you don't have to be solo and you don't have to know everything, you know. Uh, at the end of the day, it's it's about riding and it's about having a good time and it's about enjoying it because if you're not enjoying it, just stop doing it. Anyway, I'm not going to bore you to death. Thank you so much for stopping in and listening to the podcast on the Radio 690 ADV. And I'm Joe uh, your host for the 690 ADV. And don't forget KTM of North Texas, if you're needing any parts or if you're here local to uh, North Texas, uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area, go check them out, man. They're right there. Look them up, slmracing.com. And uh, they're really cool. Ask for Bert. And Bert is the guy that will totally take care of you. And he will, uh, dude, I'm telling you, he'll hook you up. He will, he will, if you need anything. Uh, and also their service department is second to nobody. They work on pretty much everything not just ktm so if you've got honda kawasaki stuff like that they can work on that stuff they got top-notch techs and uh, they will they they'll, they'll hook you up and their pricing is fantastic again thank you so much uh more to come i've got some really good motorcycle uh new rider stuff that's coming up on the podcast i've got some new videos coming up on youtube if you're wondering about the youtube because this is going to come out before the videos do this will be out here uh probably either later today or tomorrow it's tuesday um but uh yeah i've got i've got stuff coming man and if you've got any ideas or things that you want me to talk about don't forget um 690ADV at gmail.com, man. And I will, you know, we could definitely make some topics that are not, it's not going to be just for you. Something that you're thinking about, there may be a thousand other guys that are thinking the same thing, but they don't want to ask. So it's always good to put stuff out there. So thank you so much. I want you to get out, be safe, ride, find your adventure. I don't care if you go to the grocery store or Starbucks. Riding is what it's about, man. Um, I appreciate you. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Make sure that you're part of our, our podcast. And uh, make sure you're part of our YouTube channel as well, youtube.com slash 690ADV. And uh, you can find me on Facebook too if you want to. I don't make tons of posts and things like that, but I, I do get on and follow a lot. So I'm kind of sneaking. I'm, I'm hitting that like button a lot, uh, especially on you know uh, people that are making really cool posts and stuff like that, especially in a lot of the groups that I am in, like the KTM 390. I've been following that one for a little while. My buddy Todd over at KTM North Texas turned me on to that one. And uh, uh, very cool. The man, the guys are doing some really super cool stuff on those 390 adventures. And we're going to do a whole podcast talking about the small adventure bikes and why they're so fantastic and why you might want to think about putting one in your garage because um, they are super, super cool and they're hot right now. You just can't get one. <laughs> Again, uh, find your adventure. Thank you so much for uh, stopping in. And, uh, you know, as I always say, 690 out. <laughs>